do design decisions involve value judgments? Andy Halliwell has gone and posted this question on LinkedIn as part of our redesigning D&T project and debates. I think this is a really tricky one to answer and our expert group felt that it was an important question that needed debating. Do design decisions involve value judgments? I think firstly, I'd be saying, what do you mean by a value judgment, a values judgment? And maybe in your response to Andy's question, you'll explore what you understand and what your views are of what value judgments are and then whether they actually impinge on or affect the design decisions that designers make and also that children make in D&T lessons. So do join the debate. We're always open to conversation and discussion on this. But for now, on to the next episode. This is the Talking D&T podcast, episode 40. Welcome to the Talking D&T podcast with me, Alison Hardy, a podcast for anybody interested in design and technology education, where I'll be sharing news, views, ideas and opinions about D&T. So this week I want to build on some conversations I've had via Twitter and on the telephone with some design and technology teachers. And also on a podcast I did a couple of weeks about weeks ago about what's in and what's out of design and technology. Because um, that obviously sort of stimulated a little bit of a conversation on Twitter with some people, which was which was great to see. It was really interesting to see how people responded. But also I'd had the opportunity to have a conversation with a head of design and technology called Claire. It was good to talk to her about curriculum development and share some of my research and thinking about why we think like we do about design and technology and where our different ideas come from. So it made me think back to my experiences in design and technology from as a child to when I went to university and then was a design and technology teacher through to now involved in research. And I was able to share with Claire and others around how I can recognise that what I believe to be the value of design and technology has been heavily influenced by my experiences, which, let's face it, that's no great surprise. Um, we're all shaped by what we've done in the past and people around us and those opinions in different ways. Sometimes we accept what people say and sometimes we reject. And my conversation with Claire got me to start thinking about the different departments I'd worked in and different people's views within those departments and, and how I'd responded and helped me think about why some people accept and some people reject different perspectives about design and technology. And this came out in my research that people do have different views about design and technology. Again, shock horror. But started to think about why that might be and was able to start looking for patterns um, in those in the different people in terms of if I grouped people in this way around gender, was there a pattern or around age? Um, you know, so so sort of starting to explore whether the patterns uh, location even um, as the study gets bigger obviously different demographic data can be brought in and give some sort of meaningful analysis but anyway one of the things that I, I did notice was around the differences that people who had been teaching prior to the national curriculum so that's pre-9192 so we're now talking 30 years ago um that 
So there's probably not many people around in schools these days that were teaching prior to that period that were teaching 30 years ago what they thought about design technology, what their experiences were as a teacher, and also then if we start to go back, what their experiences were as a child. So a couple of weeks ago, I talked about this subcultural retreat and about uh, the gendered nature of the subject, partly because the subject has come from these different routes prior to 92. In England, I'm talking about here. So if you were a teacher prior to that, then you were probably teaching either home economics or CDT or technology or electronics or graphics or technical drawing, as it would have been. That's what that's what I studied when I was at school was technical drawing. Um, so you would have been within those cultures, shall we say. And so your ideas and your initial influences about design and technology would have come from those experiences. So I can look back at my own experiences. I didn't teach prior to 92. So that kind of gives you some idea about how old I am, but I was at school um, in that period prior to 92. I did my degree. I graduated in 92. So I was kind of around at at that period, um, which was really interesting. But my experience at school was I did metalwork and woodwork. And actually after year eight, as well, second year in secondary, girls no longer did metalwork or woodwork. They just did home economics and graphics and technical drawing. So those experiences shaped me. Um, And interestingly, when I then did my O-levels, then I actually did graphical communication. So I did a subject that wasn't commonly done by girls in my school. I think out of a cohort of 50, there were three or four girls in the group. So that was unusual. And I know that those experiences have shaped the way I view the subject. I then went on to do a degree in design and technology education at Brunel. So I didn't go down that route that may well have been more natural because of those experiences I'd had at school. So I think that said that that history in the subject says something about how I view the subject today. So when I was talking to Claire about how we view the subject and, and actually how we might be influenced by what we've done previously, she found it useful to think about her colleagues in her department. And I, and I can do the same about when I was a head of department and, and worked in secondary schools about the different experiences that the team would have had that would have shaped their view of design and technology. Because the other thing that happens is that teachers come with their experiences that they've had at school and they're shaped therefore by other things that happen, other factors around, other pressures. They may become parents. They may have done a degree in one aspect of design and technology. They may be um, a more mature teacher coming into education. All of that will then influence what they do in the classroom. So their values are being played out in the classroom and also in the way they design and think about their curriculum. And therefore, the children in their classes are also influenced by their ideas, the teacher's ideas and values and previous experiences. So it becomes quite cyclical. And therefore, I think that's an indication about why curriculum change is quite difficult. So I would encourage you, if you're a teacher in a department or a student teacher, to first of all reflect on your own experience and your own history in the subject. Who taught you, what you learnt, what your parents' views were. My my father was encouraging me to do, as it was then in Wales, design, craft and technology at O-level. I I did it at A-level instead. But, you know, I had a parent who was encouraging me to do that, saw that design and creativity in me and encouraged me. And saw a value in that subject. He worked for a company that 
that had engineers. So again, he had a value himself in that and was, was quite influential on me in the way I thought, as parents often are, not always, but often are. So for yourself, thinking about your experiences at school, your degree, and also your authority influences, such as parents and teachers and others around you, they will shape your views and your values of design and technology and therefore what you do in the classroom and how you respond to others and recognise what they believe and see to be the value of design and technology. So I'd encourage you to start by maybe writing it down or thinking about it, about who you are in design and technology, what, what you kind of look like. You could even draw a picture around that to articulate it. But then also take some time to talk to your colleagues, your peers. If you're a student teacher, when you start in September, your mentor, your university tutor or your skit tutors who may have their own views about design and technology and their views might be different to yours. And how you respond to those will be interesting. I know when I was a head of department, I was kind of quite stuck in my position that I thought that I was right about the view of design and technology. I'm laughing because people who know me well will think that's generally my mentality, that I believe I'm right. But then when I did my research, I did start to see why people had different perspectives. And I think that has helped me think about how I can come alongside people and work with people who have different views to me that maybe I need to take on board as well as trying to influence and shape other people's views about design and technology. So that's my sort of suggestion to you this week is think about yourself, think about the teams you work with. If you're a student teacher and starting to think about getting ready for September and start to think about your own values, um, you know, that's a really good starting place. I'm currently designing a short programme for student teachers to help them unpick and think about their values and those of those those values of people around them and how a student teacher can use those to develop relationships and develop what they do in the classroom. If you are a student teacher or a mentor and listening, then I've put a link in the show notes how you can sign up and find out more about that programme. I'm currently debating whether that will be a live webinar programme or a self-paced programme. Um, so I'll be welcoming feedback on that. And as ever, thanks for listening. If you do do either of those activities, reflecting on yourself and opening up discussions with your departments, please do let me know. I'm always interested to hear how you're all talking about the value of design and technology. You've been listening to the Talking DT podcast with me, Alison Hardy. You can connect with me on Twitter at Hardy underscore Alison. Show notes and transcripts for each podcast episode can be found on my website, alisonhardy.work. Thanks for listening. Thank you.